The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. We gotta stop giving brothers passes just because they're good at something, man. Like, this this dude, yeah, he, he, he talks about mental illness, but, like, I've seen interviews where he's basically almost sneak dissing Talib Kweli and the whole backpack culture of hip-hop as if they not the people that got him on. And, you know, one of my favorite Instagram follows, Mad Skills, basically was just like, yo, this type of um, betrayal is something that I just, you know, I find weird. And mental illness isn't an excuse for being disloyal. And I 100% agree. I mean, this dude is a genius producer, but he out here doing stalkerish stuff to his ex-wife. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's going on everybody out there in the world of the internet and on the podcast, if you listen to it later, welcome to another episode of Five Minute Warning. Of course, it's me, Ruben Brown, leading the craziness that we just talk about on a daily basis. And of course, can't do that by myself. Have my boy down low, AG on the ones and twos. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And the man who speaks and everybody listens, that would be Mo B. What's going on? What's up, man? The I franchise. Mean, it's like EF Hud, baby. That's when right. he speaks, everybody listens. And then starts laughing, and then realize that the dude's talking truth. So, how's everybody doing today, man? It's eighty degrees outside. I mean, it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. What in oh, the man. world? I'm sitting up in here because I, you know, I cut off all the HVAC, so I don't catch it on the recording, right? I'm supposed yeah. to be comfortable right now, or at least cold, right? No, I'm not cold. I'm hot. I'm sweating. Really? I saw you fanning yourself. Oh, my God. That was some <laughs> bullshit right there. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry that um, we're going to have you in the heater for a little bit, but the sacrifice is, is definitely warranted. Is it? And I appreciate that. Is it? I appreciate you. <laughs> I, appreciate the, I appreciate the sacrifice that you do for this show. So mm. all I say is don't catch on fire because that's just a bad move altogether. Hey, but it'd be good. It'd be good video, though. I mean, it'd be something. That'd be world star as hell. I mean, it'd be something. I mean, <laughs> I I don't really know how I would con- I don't know what I would. I don't know if I call that world star or chiller. But nah, I mean hey, world watch star. this dude just catch on fire. <laughs> I mean, I mean hey, that'd be one hell of a clip. Spontaneous combustion, my friend. I mean, TikTok all day, baby. That's right. TikTok legend. Mo B, man, how how you doing with the heat, bro? I mean, look, it's Virginia. I'm used to dumb at dumb weather, man. Like, it's just, it's just dumb. I mean, when I saw it yesterday on my phone, it's like it's gonna be 77. Tomorrow. I was like, it's gonna be what? Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's supposed to be like mid 80s down here. Yeah, man. crazy. And people say global warming isn't a thing. And mm-hmm. times like this makes you realize that we gotta fix this planet, but. The planet is a much bigger deal. Right now, we have some other things to take care of. So, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode. And this episode is going to be a little different than most. Because normally, we talk about a whole bunch of things. We talk about, you know, different countries and all that stuff. But this episode, we're going to strictly talk about one thing. One thing that's kind of important to mostly everybody, either in a positive way or negative way. Or a happy and a sad way, but everybody's got something to say, you know. And we just gonna do it because why not? It's just us chilling. Don't forget, um, like us on, you know, Facebook, 
Instagram, you know, whatever, whatever social media you do, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about relationships because regardless of the fact of what it is, you've probably at least been in one. You're probably in one now. Some of you probably wish you weren't in it and some of you wish it was better. So this episode, we're going to delve in a couple things, the basic stuff about relationships, such as, you know, how do you meet people and where you meet them? And then we're going to talk about the three types of guys. Because when it's all said and done, we can only talk about relationships from our point of view because that's the only point of view we got. So, and as Moby's letting let his people know, hey, you need to catch on the, the new episode right now because we about to blow some stuff up. You know, definitely tell everybody because this is about to get real interesting real quick. So, relationships. Ah... Uh, Everybody's hearts a flutter. <laughs> they make a whole bunch of movies like The Notebook and Love Actually. Why was that the first movie you said? Because it's notebook. the dopest movie. <sighs> <laughs> Look at how I love when I disappoint him. He looks. <laughs> he, he just put his head down. He did, he's like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you want to curse right now, don't you? Because, nah, man. man. Just, you know, nah. Some people's opinion. Well, wow. Here, here. Some people. Now I'm some people. <laughs> so here, here it is man the reason why I said the notebook first because I feel like regardless of what color you are you know that stupid ass movie you know what it is you may not have seen it or you may have seen it once but in your life you have come across this movie the notebook now once again <laughs> that's right. right thank you thank you thank you W Brown 81 thank you appreciate you don't, appreciate don't come for Ali or Noah that's right you know, how about dude, I come ain't for no me? reason to they did oh that's oh. cold that's cold that's man drink your drink man that was uncalled for <laughs> <laughs> so when it's, when it's all said and done you know we're all in it so, let me change that some of us are in relationships some of us are not some of us wish we were in relationships. Some of us don't. I'm halfway on that. Like, I wish I was in a relationship. I'm not going to trip. But, you know, the other two, one probably wishes they're in a relationship. And one's probably happy in a relationship. And the other is just not going to talk about it. But when it's all said and done, you know, this is the one part of our life that most of us can relate to is relationships. So... The first thing about relationships, we're going to start from the whole Adam and Eve and all that stuff. And I will put this out there because it must be a reminder. Eve was created from a rib of Adam. I'm going to leave you right there. You do what you want to do with it. I'm just going to put that out there. And, and, we've, been comes- in de- and we've been in debt ever since. <laughs> <laughs> At 30% interest. <laughs> Dang, just thirty percent. What bank you at, man? I'm just saying. I, I, I thought it was higher than that. Well, it kind of is. It, well, that's compounded as daily, so I'm just saying. That's not an. <laughs> how APR. you doing, Lisey? Lisey joined us today. Hey, how so, you doing? I hadn't seen her in a while, or is it just yeah. me? Have I missed her? I mean, no. Okay, it's okay though. Um, but yeah, so we start relationships when we're younger. Of course, you see the. You're in like the fifth or sixth grade, excuse me, fifth or five or six year old. You find some girl, boys and girls don't really like each other, but there's always one who does. And next thing you know, you got a boyfriend or girlfriend and you're like six and you have no idea what you're doing, except that you're holding some girl's hand and you're just like, I feel like I'm already lost. That's because you are lost and you've lost to the struggle at an early age. But as we grow up, you know, some people find them in high school and they're high school sweethearts. They go through college and, you know, they spend their whole lives together. Ah, oh, others, not so much, you know. So the first place where you would find a relationship, like I said, is school, you know, whether it's elementary school or high school or college or trade school or whatever type of school. That's usually one of the big the first places you find a significant other. Now, I'm going to ask this question to the gentleman because I think it's a fair answer. In high school, gentlemen, would you say, A, 
you did not you did not engage in relationships like that b you had one or two c you had a few d we just not gonna talk about it well, actually, All there right. is no D. We're talking about it. This whole podcast is built around it. You're going to talk about it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, AG. Let them know. So, AG, where do you fit in on that? In high school, uh, I, was, I wasn't catching my stride, but I did have some success. And I, I use that word lightly because they all burned. Like white hot, just fire just to the ground. But wow. I did have a few. Right. One one that still affects me to this day. Oh wow! Yes. Oh, is that a positive way? No. Oh, biggest well, heartbreak right. of my life. Biggest oh. heartbreak of my life. No wow. comparison. And it's still you holding on to that? I won't attend anything if she's there. Oh, d- damn! That's mm. cool. Moby, what about you, man? No, I don't feel no sting like that. Um, I'm glad for I it. Mean, did you just I mean, have a couple? You a little player? What's up? I mean player i was not um depends on what you mean by a couple like a couple is usually like two to four like just in high school yeah we just talking about high school right now i mean i was an habitual relationship guy in high school like to be honest yeah because i was always in a like (laughs) i was always in a long relationship like even in high school man like i just was wow <laughs> well, all right. I mean, like my, I'm like my junior year, I was with one person. My senior year, I, for the most part, I was single to the end. And then I ended up being with somebody who was later like the person I ended up being in a relationship with halfway through college. So yeah, I mean, I I guess early on in high school, you could say I was. Um, it's you bounce around a lot. Options. I was exploring my options. Okay, that's a nice way to say it. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I was um, very immature in my um, outlook on dating early on in high school. That's I'm just saying, like, say that, man. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, if we're if we're being 100 percent honest, I mean, like, in high school, you didn't really need a legit reason to break up with somebody. It just <laughs> you was right about it was, that. <laughs> it, it was just like there was something else that was more interesting. Like, you know, I literally had the whole Bettina got a big old butt conversation with somebody and was like oh, I know yeah. I told you I'd be true but <laughs> Tina got a big old butt I'm leaving you <laughs> so would you say you're closer to Fife Dog or were you closer to the dudes from Shy probably I was I was I was a hybrid I'm gonna say I was a hybrid yeah I was gonna say that too it just seems like <laughs> I was a hybrid man alright alright um, no, nah, I didn't date in high school at all. Um, I mean, but you don't want out here talking about when you was five and six, you was holding girls' hands. No, I not want, me. I want, I want, that's, that's the outlook you gave. No, that, none of that is Oh, me. so that's some stuff you just witnessed some people you, like me to get oh, their heart yeah. broke. And he no, was I, like, no, I don't want to get my heart broke like that. How about I say, cause like, I won't, I won't start in that early when I was in halfway, matter of fact, all the way into high school until I hit my growth spurt, man, I won't get no play. I was just the funny fat guy. Wow, the funny fat guy. Yeah. All right. I, or, or, or AKA the friend. Oh, were you or, friend oh, zone? He, he he's the nice guy. Oh, I got were you a lot friend of that zone. Too. He's so nice. I got. Oh a lot yeah. Of that too. yeah. Especially being with my cousin E. You know, it was like E, who's the one that everybody wanted to be with, and then oh, Tito's so funny. So you said E was the pimp and you were the wingman. I never said that. I don't be snitching. Okay, that's good. But um, he did attract a lot more attention than me. All right, but that was a confidence thing too, man. Like some some people just are naturally gifted in the confidence department. I didn't understand that until I got older. He's exactly right about that. Yeah, some people yeah. just naturally gifted in the confidence department. Because I remember women telling me that, like friends, uh, the girls that were friends, and they were trying to hook me up because they were felt so bad. It was just like, how so you just got to be confident? I, what the hell is that supposed to be? Yeah, it's called but it's called lies. When I told when I turned thirty, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, um, it's a mixture of confidence and just the right amount of not giving a f. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, I learned I I learned about the not giving a f a whole lot later in life. Um, but no, nah, I didn't go. I didn't have any of that. I mean, you know, I would probably say 
there's one girl I messed with when I was like 15, but she didn't go to the same school I went to, and she won't know we're close. Was she so, real like, though? Was she real though? Nah, she was real. <laughs> nah, she was real. Because we all had a girlfriend in Canada. <laughs> I, I, I did not, sir. I, I did not. Okay, Minnesota. I had a girlfriend in Canada. Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. I, Uncle Cowboy was wow. like Robin was That's real. Right. He put down right. names. I've talked about I've talked about her on the show on one of the early episodes. I was she making sure you had no man Tateo situation with oh, you. Oh, definitely was. not, man. Nah, nah. Jacked up. Nah, nah. That's foul. The man Tateo situation was real foul. She was catching you for, for the internet. How you too? You too old for that bullshit. Like, First of all, every, it's not about too old. Like nobody post two thousand eight. Should be getting catfish. Period. They got a whole TV show, and I don't. I don't feel sympathy for any of them people because the None. only reason to get catfish right now is if you want to get catfish. Yeah, there are just too many ways to actually see somebody and communicate with them for you to be like, I've been seeing this girl for six months. I've been giving her money, but every time I try to Facetime, she's never available. At least, at least the women, the the women and men on um Life After Lockup, at least they get to see those people. And they lock and they behind bars, Bruh. Like if you can't see nobody, what they rocking a flip phone? You're they're in the one percent or lies. So yeah, <laughs> thank you, Moco Cowboy, for reminding me that I've spoken about that one before. Ah, this guy, man, this guy's killing me. Um, of course, other places you meet people, you know, church. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. How many times have has, has your has your mom tried to hook you up with some girl in the church? Not once, man. Not not ever, man. My mom didn't either. But I've seen other people try to hook up. Yeah, she good. She go to church. Whoa, hold on, player. If the first thing you got to tell me she goes to church, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just like that's not even a personality. I need to know, like, actually, it is. A, Nah, I'm, I'm, now you 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 were looking at this whole thing wrong somebody told me oh yeah she'd be in the church i'd be like where she at <laughs> <laughs> back, back back in the day my first thought would have been like where they at though <laughs> church girls nah, are notorious man. for being notorious <laughs> I mean, so there's that <laughs> you know you know, Plus, you're I, think, right. I think my grandma didn't want me to talk to anybody in my church after that fiasco that happened when that lady asked me was I gay in church yeah you can't be doing that <laughs> well she was you wrong can't. to start with I still yeah okay yeah but but there are times you gotta walk I away I don't care man. man somebody roll up on you in church and you, you ought to know better and you gonna roll up on somebody talking about you gay I mean unless you didn't slap them man no, your words mean nothing I'd have flicked some holy water on her for that no I didn't I just, I just Embarrassed my grandma, which is something that's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, she probably looked at you as like, "Wait till we get out of church, boy." Nah, I could have dealt with that. She looked at me with disappointment. That hurt even more. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, honestly, pan- I'm surprised that she didn't rip that lady a new one. Not church, calling man. My, nah. Calling my grandson nah. gay when he nah, clearly my grandma is just too nice. Okay, my well, she was mad at that. you though. She was mad. She, no, I'm sorry. She was disappointed at you. Yeah, and you. yeah, because of my because of my response, man. My uh, response was inappropriate. Oh, so what she said wasn't. Yeah, but it's not. My grandma don't worry about what other people do. It's about what you do. Understood. Like a life lesson that I still ain't mastered yet. Understood. We are definitely getting off the rails with that. That really bothered me anyway. But go ahead. <laughs> so of course you you know you meet people at church, you know, is what it is. You know, sometimes you meet. The girl who loves Jesus more than she loves everyone else, and then you meet the freak of the week. It really just depends on who you meet at church. Sometimes they're the same person. And exactly. that's the crazy part. <laughs> <laughs> I have still not met that person. They're out there. They're plentiful, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're, I, they're, out they're not plentiful near me. But then again, it's probably a good idea that they're not plentiful like, near you me. You don't even like church, man. How are you going to be nah, near a person like but, that? Well, let me hit. Let me hit. I'm glad it's not plentiful near me because if the church that I go to, like what I was raised in, that's a family church, bro. Mm-mm. You don't be knowing. There might be a second cousin down there, man. I ain't trying to do all that. That that's that's not that's not what we do. And I'm gonna leave it there. Um, of course, you meet people at work. Who hasn't had a relationship from someone you met at work? I mean, really, you know. Next I, I gotta tell you, I just I will never date anybody. 
that I work with. Again. Unless, unless I'm going to marry them. Well, I mean, Which some people I get am. lucky. I mean, I guess I guess I did. That's what I was going to say. Did you do that? He, he ain't lying. He, no, he's not. He lying. He's not. But I mean, you know, that's especially like if one one of you is the other supervisor. That's mm, a bad idea. Well, it, it all depends. It all, it's nah, the, it's it a bad idea it's if, a bad if the idea. man is the supervisor and the woman is the subordinate. That's a bad exactly. idea. Exactly. But if if you're dating somebody who's hired in you, that's not a bad idea. I'm going to disagree, but I mean, well, I guess bad I'll be the minority. It, well, it's not he's good. right about that, too. What I'm saying is all of it's bad. But if you got to choose. Well, it, yeah. it gets looked at worse if the man is a supervisor. But it's all it's a bad idea no matter what. Well, but let me explain that because I think, I think the fair part of this is, and I'm, I am gonna say it, for the most part, I feel like most dudes know how to handle their business appropriately, regardless if you're if I, I said some, let me change that. I said most, I'm changing some because like when it's all said and done, if you're dating your supervisor, you you should at the dude should not be crazy. In, in that sort of realm because you know that's not a that's not a good look for you number one and then it's not a good look for her however <laughs> mocha cowboy Grabs however <laughs> this should be good <laughs> you know i would say that the other way around sometimes you get tested i respectfully disagree i just don't have confidence in people <laughs> if there's a power dynamic in the relationship generally the relationship is doomed to fail End of story. Not wrong. I mean, well, I should say vocational people, power dynamic. Yeah. Yes. Because there's some a power people dynamic have made in it, a though. relationship anyway. Some yeah. people have made it. Most don't. I think that's a fair statement. Um, so we have work. You know, these days people meet each other online. I ain't down with that yet. I I, I don't know. It's I don't know if it's just an inherent fear of that, or more of it's just like. A very strong fear of that because I don't want to be catfished and of course the first thing I'm going to be like yo let's video chat no I can't video then we can't talk go go meet somebody else you know I mean what do y'all think about online dating no well, I don't think it's fine I don't think the only disadvantage for me is it's uh, extra security risk because you can't really the nuances of somebody's face physiological things that you see cues whatever they are there um she might be pretty you know she might not be pretty you don't you don't really know there's a lot of things that you can hide for a while but then by the time you figure all this stuff out you might be hooked for somebody that you really don't even you shouldn't like if you hadn't met them in person at some point so no i'm good I'd rather take my chances and meet them. Now, it is slower to meet them in, a, in the old-fashioned way, which is seeing somebody somewhere, you like them, and you approach them. Uh, online is faster, and you have more choices, but, you know, just because you got a lot of choices don't mean all of them are good. Moby? I mean, I don't have to deal with it. So, it, I, 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 I mean, I'm saying like I, I was out the game before all the dating was officially moved to the World Wide Web. But to be honest, like I don't, I don't think I'm down with it, and it's just for like selfish advantage purposes. Like I feel like part of my gift is the ability to have interpersonal conversations one on one with people. You put me on an internet profile, I feel like you've taken away my greatest advantage. Because like I'm I'm good when I'm talking to somebody. Over the web, it's basically just profile pics and catchphrases and posts and stuff, which are all things I'm terrible at. Unless you video chat. Yeah, but you gotta get to the video chat. You gotta make it past the swipes. And see, back in the day, all I had to do was make somebody laugh for a little while, then I had their attention. Now I gotta get past swipes. So now I gotta take perfect angle pictures. I gotta make sure the lighting is right. I gotta have some some cool little profile statement. Nah, man, that seems like a lot of things that I'm not good at. When I, I'm much more built to just meet somebody out in public, strike up a conversation, and move on from there. But I mean, look, man, you gotta work with the tools you got right now. Right now, like if you ain't got a, a 
I guess if you ain't trying to date online, you just almost ain't trying to date no more. I guess that's where I am because I'm not dating online. <clears throat> I tried. Eh, you're right. Swipe, swipe, swipe. You look interesting. Read your bio. Nah, I'm good. Swipe, swipe, swipe. I mean, but then again, it's all about the reason you try to do it. Because, like, if you're trying to get a relationship, that's probably not one of the greatest places to do it. And see, I'm going to disagree. I think I think they said, statistics said, like, 7 out of 10 relationships now start online. So it's like, if you're not doing that, and, and I guess it's because of proximity, how busy we are nowadays, the convenience of doing everything from your phone, because we do everything else from our phone. But it's like in your position i know what you're saying like hey i don't want to you know i don't think internet dating works but everybody's doing it now that's well, that's the direction everything's going in it works <clears> for <throat> some people and that's fine well most people apparently man they got I'm websites just... about people dating over 50 online like they yeah, got farmers only.com like farmers, really farmers only that's what we gotta do we gotta bring <laughs> but I, I hear you i hear you i guess right now at this point in time in my life Maybe when I turn like 55 and I'm still single, I'll probably rethink all this because I'm gonna wait that long to do so. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm with you. I'm more of an interpersonal. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? My name's Ruben. You cute today. You know, whatever. So um, that's. Just, would you like? Girl, that's why. Look, that's why you're gonna be single till you 55. Damn, Ruben, you cute today. You said you cute today. <laughs> it sounds like you own a van with a with a bowl of candy. No, they and it's white. <laughs> so, so that's you know another way to meet people. But I feel like one of the most uh, <laughs> yo, Lisey's killing me, man. Find me a Billy. Uh find her a Billy. Um, so I want to go to the last and probably the most popular version of meeting people, and I say popular just because. I think it's the most popular. And that's the club. Now. <laughs> I mean. This is the most popular. I mean, it's the most, it is the most popular because, you know. I don't think it's more popular than the internet. I just think it's. I think it club. was. I think I, it was. Yeah, past, ten, past tense. Yes. Because the internet's easier. However, I mean, once again, hey, you do what you want. But like, and, and last time I went out, half the dudes were sitting at the bar with their phone out on social media stuff. Like that, that's the funny. weird thing. Yeah, they on social media, talk, chatting and going live. Yeah, we up in here, not talking to anybody. But the I'm internet, do still be on the wall. The only difference just, is they just got a phone. You know, we out here. I thought when you know. went to the club, you had to have game when you walked through the door. Nah, man. Nah, man. All you gotta do is have. All you gotta do is have money to get in. And ain't no game. Really? I thought, you know, like talking to a girl, have enough money to buy a drink if that's who you liked, whatever. You know, I've never done that. That's that's olden days, man. As my kids would say, that's the olden days. That's the olden days. <laughs> so, look, man, wait a bit. So, if I saw my wife in the club, I said, hey, how are you? My name is, my name is AG, blah, blah, blah. I, can I buy you a drink? All that's gone? I don't think it's gone. No, I it's just... not. It's not. But you, you got to come up. You got to come a lot more strong than that. Yeah. You do? Because... Yeah, because let's just be honest. Guys have ruined the club. They just they just have like Look, guys, hey, victim blame. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna. This ain't victim blaming because guys are so obnoxious, okay, drunk, yeah, misogynistic. Yeah. We've made everything basically about having sex in five minutes. So if you're talking to a woman at the club, you got to get past all those roadblocks. Right. Yeah. Because if you're actually trying to have an engaging conversation with somebody, first of all, you got to convince her that you're not just some dude trying to smash. Then you got to convince her that you're not some dude that's got like 300 other girlfriends. Then you got to convince her that you're not really giving her some prostitution proposal. Then you got to convince her that you actually got a real job. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to go through all these, this convincing. That's a big like, application, man. Hold on, man. You it, act it like is. they care if you got a real job or not. No, he's no, right about they, that. They, they care. They, no, no, they, they care if they, you got money. That That's different. Than having the job. No, that's not. Oh. They're inter they can be interchangeable. They can be. 
Okay. What I'm saying is, I didn't say they care what your job was. They just care that you, like, even if your job is pharmaceutical distributor <laughs> on 8th Avenue. <laughs> oh Yo, I thought, I thought I saw you the other day with your hoodie on. You did? Yeah, girl, that was me. Yeah, I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get that dental. These streets ain't going to work themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but man. he's right because I know when uh, I went to when I was working for Ford, and I sometimes like maybe two or three times when I was working there, I went to the, they have this club. It's basically a Ford water hole, really. Some of the women that would show up in there show up because they they already know seventy grand a year. That's what that's what's on their minds. It made my life easier. Did you get something out of there? No, because it was terrible. Oh, but I'm just letting you know. A lot of women walk through the door. Well, I shouldn't say that. Half the women that walk through the door because the other half worked to Ford, they're seeing a paycheck. They're seeing benefits. They're seeing everything. They're seeing an A plan for their dad because he always wanted a Ford truck. I promise you, what he's saying is true. And then if you really got one that's a hawk, they want to know your credit score. Don't make that face. It's true. They want to know if you've got some assets. You, um, you own your own house? You live at home? Yeah. All that. They want to know. Yeah. They're checking off boxes yeah. like this is a TLC song. I promise you they are. Uh, tell- are, are you liquid or is or, or do you have bad debt? Well, <laughs> and, see, and the thing that bothers me is see, this is a hey ladies already. All they have is the skill to flip burgers and put the fries in the deep fryer. That's the skill they have. But they can ask you all those questions. Now, is that all women? No, not, absolutely not. What I'm trying to say to you is they have the power to ask you personal questions before they will even take a drink from you, that's really none of their fucking business. So there's that. Well, I will give y'all the, the Moby Club tip of the week. <laughs> I, I did I I didn't realize until I was not out here looking for anything. I didn't realize what the key to success in the club was until I put a ring on my finger. I had no <laughs> idea. So true. So true. The first the first time I went out with my boys and I was at the bar talking to two random women about ha- just regular stuff, asking them where they worked, how their day was, you know, kids, family situation, had a 30-minute conversation with some chicks and then just walked away. Didn't ask for a name, a phone number. Yo, it was so empowering. I had never felt so good in my life. And I'm like, man, I've been doing this wrong for so long. So many years I was out here trying to impress people. And what I really just needed to do was act like I didn't care or just really not care. So, guys, if you out here and and the two minute warning comes up and you out here pressing, you were doing it wrong all night. You were doing it wrong all night. You should have been prospecting putting soft proposals out there and just walking away explain to them what the two minute warning is Moby man when the lights come up <laughs> you know DJ's like yo you know basically cause usually DJ will announce one get last, that last song, alcohol get that last drink then the lights come up and then it's a two minute warning because you see all the dudes who are still sober enough to realize it's the two minute warning scrambling that's when that's when they start going towards whatever prospects they've been you know talking to throughout the night that's when they start making their way to the door but really making their way towards the lady that they've been talking to it's too late by then it's too late there ain't nothing you can do because now nothing you can do comes off as anything but thirsty you've got to throw in the proposal early it's like rocket mortgage. You got to make sure they know that you've got an offer that they can depend on. Rocket mortgage. No. <laughs> no. Not he is not mortgage. wrong. He is not wrong. Oh, you got to give your number early and and then you got to like not be pressed about it. Like, hey, I don't know what you're doing afterwards, but you know, what's up? Just if not, I'll holler at you some other time. Like, because there's nothing sadder than seeing drunk dudes strike out during a two-minute warning, man. It hurts my heart, man, because I'm like, I know how hard you've been working on that all night. I know. I know. You done bought, you done bought drinks. You done pretended to be interested in, like, you know, her you personal probably, life. You when probably you really, told a lie that you forgot. Not a lie. <laughs> he said not a, a lie. lie. Many lies. <clears throat> Y'all been out, y'all both been lying to each other. She been acting, she been out here lying like you know, those her eyelashes. 
And she doesn't have know, herpes. Yeah, you know, like her stomach really that flat, even though she got that snatch wrap oh, on. Oh my god. <laughs> snatch wrap. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, so y'all been lying to each other the whole time. The only thing is, like, he is trying to get her and she is trying to sift through all the proposals that she's already got. She's in a position of power. And how how do people not listen to our show? Because hey, you learn things like snatch rap. That's I mean I'm gonna use it from now on. <laughs> hey, y'all know y'all know the waist training thing. Okay, I know girl, what they we are. all know what spanks are. We all know, know what spanks are. Girdle. I know you mean a girdle, but it's funny that you call it a snatch wrap. Yeah, because the girls be out here. I'm out here looking snatched. Like, yeah, you got that snatch wrap on. That's why. Oh, oh my god, you I've out here suffocating that. yourself. Oh. <laughs> Suck that stomach in, baby. No, they're not. Uh, well. It's being, it's being wrapped. It's being snatch wrapped. <laughs> Moby, wow. you got an opportunity here, fella. <laughs> the, the, the sweat been rolling down the crack of your butt all night from oh, God. everything being tucked in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Let me call and my la- friend and, and tell her to take the la- snatch wrap I'm off. Not, <laughs> I'm not mad at you for having the snatch wrap on. Not mad at all. But, you know, oh. don't be out here with your visual lie and then be mad that I'm not 100% honest about, like, you know, anything about my life. Yo, I'm sorry. Normally I wouldn't do this. But, yo, damn, this is, this is quote of the, this is quote of the show, man. Let yes, me call I... my friend and take that snatch wrap off right now. <laughs> Lisey's killing me right now. If you got to tell your friend to take a snatch wrap off, bro, man. I, I can't even mess with you right now. I can't. No, nah, keep that snatch wrap on because that's the only way she got in that dress she was in. I mean, the only stop. way. Truth. Let her, and, let, and let her live her life. You, it's going to be like, I'm going to get you, sucker, when you get her home. Oh, man. Half Took the, the body comes off. off, half the body opens up, and you're like, oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, the club is the club is where you probably meet the most people. Now, I will say this. In my personal life, I have not seen many people meet at the club and continue together. However, I do know of one couple, and I'm just fam. (laughs) Congratulations, and you know they dope. So shout out to them. To be honest, I know a couple people who've met, and they still together. Yeah. Wow. I think what he's trying to say is the percentages are small. I mean, but if you if you go by that, the percentages are small no matter where you meet True. nowadays. Well, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's like wow, it's like it's like the same percentage of how many how many Jets fans you know. You know, it's, oh, it's KBI cold, cold, man. Got me. Somebody's already somebody's Somebody already put, used uh, snatch <laughs> Not a waist trainer. Now wait a minute, wrap. wait a minute. Unless it's used for the same purpose, it doesn't count. Which it ain't. Lord knows it ain't. Hey, you can still use it, man. It's natural. <laughs> so, of course, we just talked about all these places where you meet people. Now, once again, this is relationship from our point of view. So, ladies, I mean, whether you agree or disagree, I can't really help you with that. Um, but so there are three types of a guy. All right, because of course. <laughs> She is killing me, man. I can't wear her. She is messing me up right now. She is messing me up right now, man. Call my body the dramatic because what you see is what you get. Nobody no, got call, time I'm going to call you that. Aaliyah because that's one in a million right there. Oh, man. Y'all killing me right now. So, as a guy, throughout life, we're trying to find that one. Or for some people multiple just putting it out there and throughout the time in life we're probably going to be at least at least three different types of people and we're going to either going to be just the guy the normal guy we're either going to be a face and we're going to be somebody's wingman and we're going to explain those to you well actually i'm not going to explain this to you moby's going to explain those to you Uh I, I didn't know I was I was the definition guy. Oh, but hey, man! I mean, 
You just said snatch rap. You are the definition. Yeah, bro. Like, you got it. There's there's explanatory comma from you. So I'll explain the first one. The guy. Hey, that's just a normal dude. I'm trying to find some love in life. I, don't, I ain't trying to be by myself. That's just what it is. That's what it's going to be. I'm basically just saying that dude ain't got no superpower. Not at all. He's just, he's just Ruben. That's all this. No superpower. So, Moby, explain what the face is. All right. Everybody knows somebody. Um, and now, just because you the face, don't mean you good at being the face. What's up, E Money? Right on time, by the way. Yeah, but right just because time. you the face, don't mean you good at being the face. But the face, we all know that one dude that just ain't got fear. Like he can approach anybody. <clears throat> like it don't matter. Like you see a girl and you be like, oh man, she is way out of that anybody's lead. He'd be like, well, I hold my beer. And he'll just give you. <laughs> that used to be me. That used to be me. When now, I was and, and also it's just, it's just somebody, you know, we, we go back to confidence. It's just either somebody that's too stupid to know they shouldn't be that confident or too confident to know that what they're doing is stupid. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you and go. you know, and if you've got a group of friends, trust me, you know who the face is. Everybody knows who the face of your group is. No matter when you go out, you know who that face is. And they're probably usually the loudest. Oh, sometimes, or, or sometimes yeah. they're just the guy that just exudes the most confidence. Because the really good faces ain't really loud; they're just fearless. <laughs> okay, good, good. And the wingman. And we might spend a little bit more time on the wingman because the wingman is probably the most interesting of the three. You see, the wingman in the traditional sense knows he's the wingman from jump because he knows the assignment is I got to run interference, a.k.a. I got to give, you know, the main guy enough time to achieve his desired goal for the evening. Which but, means- but, but there's some people who are just personality wingmen and to be honest if, if i'm going to be 100 honest that's me i've always excelled at being personality wingman meaning i'm like water like it don't matter who it don't matter what's there i can adjust to the situation if you got a whole bunch of ratchicity up there i, I can i can deal with them if you got if, if you if you got some high class people there i can deal with them <laughs> why do you just make up a word ratchicity, ratchicity. <laughs> And if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, that means ratchet. Just saying. Yes. Yeah. So, 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 wingman. Yeah, wingman just means, hey, I know that if I, if this guy's in the situation, he gonna be all right. He gonna adjust to it. He gonna make it work. And more, most importantly, he ain't gonna f it up. If it's going well, he ain't gonna f it up. If it ain't going well, he ain't gonna make it worse. And, yes. and and that's like look I will I will say most of my life I I have excelled at wingman just just thrived in it because I ain't got to be the star of the show I just gotta read the room and make sure nothing goes wrong why your boy handling his business it's not even why he handling business no nah, I'm, kind of I'm giving him the opportunity yeah. to either succeed or fail without the interruption of the cackling friend that's all i'm there for and so another and i'm just i'm not trying to be crass but it is what it is another term for this is falling on the grenade because there are times when yes you gotta fall on that grenade that's all i'm gonna say about that everybody knows what i'm talking about i have I still got friends that owe me for some of the grenades I'm, them. I'm just saying like there's some dudes right now that if I ask them for something and they was like nah man I can't get them out br- hey bro you remember back in 2003 <laughs> <laughs> wow you got receipts like that bro yes I don't I don't I don't cash them out like that and I'm calling foul on the play right now. E money, I ain't you ain't never been a wingman, period. Oh, wow. <laughs> at least at least not around me. Not around I have never seen you in maybe once in my life you've been wingman in a scenario that I was a part of. So it was a bunch of wingmen. He just happened to be one of them. 
Nah, nah. I think at, I think there was one scenario in which he was a wingman. And the thing is, he might claim that he was a wingman, but I manipulated him into not even realizing he was the wingman. He was the wingman, but he didn't realize that till later on. Wow. That's just because I'd already scoped out which one was the crazy one, and I was like, "E, you owe That's me from years. You owe me from years <laughs> of being a wingman, so you can take this one." <laughs> <laughs> So, AG, man, AG, have yes, you ever sir. been a wingman? No, I, I never ran around in packs to start with. I mean, my best friend was generally who I was dating. Ah. Generally speaking. Okay. So, I never, I, I have seen it, and I understand it to be true, but I've never actually been a wingman or had one, so. See, Lisey, that's just that's just part of the game right there, man. Just, wow. It's yeah, part of the game. I mean, that means you did a good job. Yeah, I mean, because look, be, being a perfect wingman is an art. It's not a science. It's it's you have to give just the right amount of interest to seem like you are possibly interested in the other person. But you can't be too pushy because then it looks like you're thirsty or it looks like you are being the wingman and then she gets suspicious. And, or, and then you have to actually have a genuineness about you that you are interested in knowing about people and you have to be an expert escape artist because once you're in too deep you gotta know how to get out you gotta know how to get out but how do you get out if you're in too deep that means the point of no return is implied right see you ever seen the movie in too deep no all right there's a part in the movie in too deep where he has to do an initiation and they're like yo you got to go shoot a random person. He's in too deep, right? There's no there's no way for him to get out of this situation. So they pull up on the street and they say, that's the one. You got to shoot that person. Because anybody can shoot somebody that, you know, we got beef with. But you got to shoot a random stranger. So he ha- he's stuck. He's in between this situation where he can't get out. So what does he do? He starts shooting terribly all over the place with aggressiveness but he misses but he's fooled everybody in the room because they're like no nah, no nah, it ain't that he ain't want to dude just can't shoot so as a wingman you got to know how to get out of a scenario but you you, you got to know how to do it without blowing your cover and sometimes you just got to abort the mission like i've just you know i've told Twitter. my boys one time like bro this <laughs> i ain't got it i ain't got it today man like look I got a high percentage of success rate. You're going to have to take this one. All right. <laughs> yeah, see, at least, yeah, she got out with her brother. All right. That, hey, that's that's one way to get out. Got to have somebody escape, else. Got to have yeah. an escape. So, you know, once again, relationships are interesting. And we really haven't even gotten to the real crux of relationship this is just the beginning part about meeting somebody and who you gonna be when you meet them so next week we're gonna talk a little bit about you know the dreaded dynamic the dreaded question so uh so what we doing come on everybody's <laughs> been through that actually so I, what thought we, we doing? I thought we we're gonna talk about like what type of women we liked Nope, that's next week. We're going to hold that to next week. All right? Because we can't can't give it all. This will be an eight-hour show. And we're not doing that. You know? Because people got jobs and time and stuff <laughs> like that. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, once again, next week, we'll continue our month-long relationship talk. We're going to talk about what we like in a, in a young lady. Um, and how do you determine what you like in a significant other and of course, you know. So what are we doing? I mean, we've heard that question in multiple ways before. So we'll talk about that next week. So AG and, and, and just as an early reminder, ladies, never ask the question that way. <laughs> it's, it's a setup question. It's a setup because there's no way he can answer the question successfully. And just know, as soon as you ask that question, internally, he's panicking because he's like, oh, crap, I wasn't prepared for this question. I didn't even study for this test. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) and we'll talk more about that next week. (laughs) So that's a little taste of next week. So, AG, what's on your mind, bro? 
uh, I just want to let y'all know that um, when somebody writes a good song, you're going to know it's a good song because when somebody else does it from a different genre, it's still a good song. And the reason I'm saying that is because my wife texted me this dude that did an R&B version or a funk version of Seven Nation Army. And if you don't know the song, you, you Ooh, already do. If you've heard any stripes. sport, yeah, if you've heard it been a sporting event or whatever, you, you've heard it before. But this dude did a version of Seven Nation Army. Ben uh, Long Clay Soul, I guess that's his name. But I was like, oh my god! And it just reminded me that music is music, no matter who does it. But if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it'll stand up. So that's what's on my mind. Awesome, Moby. What's on your mind, bro? Um, so the talk of the town has been Kanye West, um, Netflix thing, the the Genius series. Um, they basically they somebody's been recording that like a video documentary of him like since the beginning. Like we're talking like Talib Kweli most deaf days. Wow. So um. What's got what's on my mind is um, we as a culture, as a people, we gotta stop giving brothers passes just because they're good at something, man. Like this this dude, yeah, he 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 talks about mental illness, but like I've seen interviews where he's basically almost sneaked this in Talib Kweli and the whole backpack culture of hip hop as if they not the people that got him on and you know one of my favorite instagram follows mad skills basically was just like yo this type of um betrayal is something that i just you know i find weird and mental illness isn't an excuse for being disloyal and i 100 agree i mean this dude is a genius producer but he out here doing stalkerish stuff to his ex-wife like you got videos with you burying her boyfriend now like dude like i don't care how much of a genius you are i, I don't have an enemy to pretend like you're not out here seeming like one of these sicko dudes that you know probably needs to be locked up because there's nothing nothing that anything that nothing anyone did in his relationship that should warrant him making a video where he's basically burying his ex-wife's current boyfriend like if you bro you rich you're successful like stop acting like a punk like y'all not together no more and as much as people rain down on kim kardashian about you know sex tapes and they've basically been popular because of flaunting their beauty can anyone out here honestly say kim kardashian has carried herself as anything less than classy when it comes to being Kanye West's wife and significant other. There's plenty of times she could have thrown him under the bus. She never did. Like, so she's out here being classy, and we out here laughing at music videos of him supposedly burying her boyfriend, and we just excuse it by saying he's a musical genius. I mean, look, R. Kelly raping little girls. He's a musical genius. Michael Jackson may be doing stuff for you know kids. Musical genius. Like at some point in time. You being a black musical genius shouldn't excuse you just being a bad human being. And that's all I got. Preach. That's 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 some real shit right there. I appreciate it. So, what's on my mind? You know, what I don't understand, I watched... You know, f- let me change that. Let me, let me restart. So, today, and a nice day it was, I still was inside watching sports because it's what I do. I love sports. And yo, man, like, women's college basketball is hella dope. Like, I, I don't understand what the WNBA is missing because I feel like they gotta figure out a way to channel in what's going on on the college level and bring that to the WNBA because it clearly isn't, in my opinion, it's not happening. Because literally, I've I've probably watched more college basketball, women's college basketball today than I have probably since last year this time. Because I don't really watch the WNBA. 
I don't think it's not good. I just think it doesn't hold my attention. It's just like when you watch, I mean, you can only watch so much of fundamentals, you know, but it's the energy that's not there. In a WNBA, I guess the last time I watched WNBA is when the Chicago Sky won the championship. It was like the last game and, you know, because those late had the had the energy that makes you excited to watch. And today, I literally watched like two full women's basketball games because of the energy that they had and the want to be champions. And it's just like I don't I don't know where that's missing in the WNBA, but maybe it's not missing because I find myself not really watching a lot of NBA either until the playoffs start. So maybe it's just you know, we haven't figured out how to make things interesting to a point for your casual viewer. Because I, I would consider myself a casual viewer. I would say I, I watch way more football than anything else. And on the second thing, look, man, I think the biggest reason I'm not a Major League Baseball fan is because they be killing me so much with the craziness. Like, they finally signed a deal today and stuff like that. And that's cool for them, you know. But, I mean, look, nobody watches the regular season. Maybe we should think about 162 games. Maybe we should cut that down a little bit. You know, why can't the playoffs start in September instead of October? You know, they were complaining about more teams in the playoffs you know instead of you know whatever I mean I know that's like the smaller things they're also talking about money and stuff like that too and I get I get it you know but I'm just like bruh there ain't too many people on this planet who can watch 162 games by percentage it's just not and then you know I, I just feel like they have not catered to their younger audience. So their younger audience, after they stop playing, don't watch. Because, I mean, nobody's dunking, you know. Nobody's not doing some cool stuff. And once in a while, you see a web gym, you know. Somebody catches a pass or steals a home run or knocks that joint 800 feet. But in the grand scheme of things, man, 162 games is way too many. And then we got to turn around and watch another 30. Oh, my gosh. I mean... I just think that baseball needs to acclimate themselves to 2022 because right now I feel like they're still in 1972 and you know it's just yeah everybody's getting paid and everybody wants more money and all that but when it's all said and done it's just like 10-12 years man baseballs will be gone because nobody's going to be watching it and the only thing that's going to make it money are TV deals. And eventually, if nobody's watching it on TV, who's going to watch it? Next thing you know, they become the USFL or something. So, which is coming in a couple months, by the way. But yeah, that's that's my thing. It's like, women's college basketball should be way more, is, is way more exciting than freaking baseball. Hell, college baseball is way more exciting than Major League Baseball. And I don't watch that either, but, you know, the World Series is dope. So, first of all, that's just on my mind. I'd like to thank everybody for listening today. Um, thank you once again for joining us. Please make sure that you follow us on off of what we do. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. You know, feel free to follow us and tell a friend. All that stuff is down low, as you can tell. Um, we'll be back next week thanks again for joining us once again tell a friend tell an enemy just tell somebody about us and thank you again to Moby and AG and next week we will be back once again 9pm Sunday night let's do this see y'all later peace
email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.